This is News Talk. Well, no prizes for guessing what's on the front pages of every single newspaper in Ireland this morning. The Irish Daily Mirror, Air Rage, the Irish Sun, Air We Do, also the Irish Daily Star, Cues in Control, with a question mark there. The Irish Daily Mail, We Want Answers for the Chaos at the Airport. The Irish Independent, Airport Bosses Admit We Don't Know Cause of Delays. The Irish Examiner, National Embarrassment at Air Delays. And the Irish Times, Airport to Give Refunds as Passengers Miss Flights Due to Queuing Chaos. Of course, the story, the chaos at the airport dominating the Papers and the Irish Times reports an urgent meeting between the Minister with responsibility for aviation and the DAA uh, will be held. This meeting, this urgent meeting being held this morning to discuss the weekend chaos at Dublin Airport. The DAA already saying it will provide refunds to passengers who missed their flights as a result of long delays, many spending several hours queuing outside the terminal buildings. Uh, there's one woman interviewed there, Rebecca Bolton, and she arrived with her two young children at Dublin Airport just after 8am for a 10.45am flight to Lisbon and she said after two and a half hours of standing outside we'd only reach the front door of the terminal uh, so I don't feel unfortunately Rebecca got her flight. Now the Irish Times says that the DAA uh, was advertising over the weekend on the radio uh, advising people to come to the airport two and a half hours before a short haul flight and three and a half hours for long haul but many passengers found it was taking that time just to reach the door of the terminal there. So as I say, a lot of coverage in the papers about it. The DAA will be on News Talk Breakfast this morning to answer questions on it. Uh, My own colleague Sean Defoe, our political correspondent, is in the airport this morning. He obviously travelling to Brussels to that EU Council meeting, but he was at the airport at half two for a half six flight, so four hours there to sit around, uh, and he got through relatively quickly, but I did see Pat Lee from the Irish Times tweeting at half four to say that the airport is mobbed, so get up in the middle of the night it would seem to go and Regina Doherty had an interesting point on the news there didn't she that people had been told recently don't come too early to the airport they're the ones adding to the delays but what do you do you can't not go early because then you might miss your flight with the queues outside very very chaotic scenes and uh, looks like it could be the same today but as you say more on News Talk throughout the day including hearing from the DAA this morning on News Talk Breakfast the other big story on the front of the Irish Times Meta faces large fine for breaching children's privacy. This being Facebook's owner, Meta, is facing a potentially large fine for violating children's privacy on Instagram, months after the company set aside hundreds of millions of euro to cover the cost of these inquiries. This proposed fine is from the Irish data regulator Helen Dixon here, the Data Protection Commission, and it's the first fine relating to breaches of children's data rights in a cross-border investigation since she took on pan-European powers in 2018. So it looks like she's going to sanction Meta over Instagram and apparently this is leading to a dispute among European data regulators, six of whom have refused to back her proposed penalty. Interesting to see how much this proposed fine could be. They're talking uh, tens and tens and tens of millions of euro. Now what else is in the papers? The Irish Examiner has a story that a major cost of living package aimed at reducing costs for hard-pressed families is being developed by 
by several government departments. The Irish Examiner has learned that the government is examining ways to reduce costs in healthcare, childcare, public transport, cutting tax and ramping up its cost rental scheme. It's early now for kite flying for the budget. It's only May, but this is the talk. The government also looking to inflation-proof working-age social welfare payments at a cost of €3.1 billion Euro to combat the rise in the cost of living. So the social welfare would follow the inflation rate in determining how much people on social welfare would receive in payments there. It's going to be interesting to see. The examiner says it's a clear attempt to regain lost ground to Sinn Féin because obviously the opposition very easily able to use the cost of living as an argument against the government. So the paper says that they're trying to uh, obviously help people but if you're politically cynical they're also trying to uh, get rid of some of the support for Sinn Féin there. I did notice with fuel prices, by the way, this morning, more petrol stations getting closer to 200 uh, cent per litre for petrol. But strangely enough, the price of diesel at some petrol stations coming down by a couple of cent. Uh, so it was 193, now 191 on some of the stations, uh, four courts on my way up this morning. We'll stay with the cost of living. The Irish Independent has been having a look at, <clears throat> if you don't want to go queuing in the air airport uh, and you want to maybe support Irish tourism, the Irish Independent has been looking at how much it would cost you to stay here and obviously we've heard about the issues with renting a car and how expensive that can be but today we're told that people who want to staycation in Ireland are being asked to spend up to €1,500 for a four-star hotel for two people for two nights. According to an Irish Independent price survey the cheapest stay at a four-star hotel in seven of Ireland's cities and towns over the next 12 weeks stands at €320 for two people for two nights not including breakfast that's the cheapest still pretty expensive for a four star hotel and according to the Irish Independent uh, price comparison that they did the cheapest options for hotel stays in Ireland this summer are notably more expensive than equal rated hotels in some European tourism hotspots so if you wanted to go for a four star hotel in Kilkenny the cheapest would be €400 48 euro but on the same weekend if you want to stay in London uh, which is known now in fairness for its expensive hotels if you want to stay in a four star in London called the Mayflower that would be 233 euro for two nights so Kilkenny cheapest option 448 London 233 cheapest option in Dublin for two nights on July 29th uh, and 30th is 406 euro but if you want to go to gorgeous Madrid on the same weekend two people can stay in a four star there for 178 and just finally to tell you in Cork the cheapest uh, weekend hotel option over the next 12 weeks is a three star hotel the Ashley Hotel for 285 euro for two nights from July 22nd to 24th so very difficult for people to get a holiday this summer uh, in terms of hassle chaos money uh, it's going to maybe we'll, we'll have the true notion of a staycation where you literally sit in your garden for your summer holidays now the Irish Daily Mail interesting story this morning Lego is being criticised for using farmyard scenes and the reason why well animal rights activists say that the farmyard scenes in Lego uh, mislead children about farming <clears throat> and they say they mislead children about the blood soaked reality of farming this is the very well known worldwide 
animal rights campaign group PETA, or PETA, which has written to LEGO over its sets containing farm animals, and it's calling for toy farms to be rebranded as animal sanctuaries so children are not misled about the horror and cruelty of farmed food. And it comes after a big investigation um, and someone from The Guardian uh, attacked the cosy story told to children about farms. So this growing movement here that we're sort of maybe sugarcoating the realities of farming to children and now they want different types of Lego that don't have, you know, your cows and sheep or whatever Lego makes. Actually, we stay with animals as our final story. This comes from the Times of London and I know a lot of people love cats, a lot of people love dogs, some people love both. Well, the news this morning is that cats are killing an awful lot of other animals. So, suburban cats living on the edge of natural areas kill 34 animals each per year. And those cats that live in suburbs but are surrounded by other houses, they kill an average of 15 animals every year. And wearing a bell, apparently absolutely no impact whatsoever if the cat wears a bell, because actually they say that those cats who have the bell around their neck uh, actually bring home the most prey. So the bell not working for sort of warning other animals about the cat coming. And it's not just as well the cats killing animals. Even the very presence of a cat is affecting animals because we are told that the presence of cats can have a sublethal fear effect. Just the presence of a predator can cause wildlife to change their behaviour, either reducing feeding through heightened vigilance or staying away from a nest because the cat is around. So sometimes cats are much maligned. It's the same uh, this morning in the papers anyway. On 106 to 108 FM and Newstalk.com. This is Newstalk.